Head to netsuite.com slash briefing now for their one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Thursday, March 30th. I'm going on offense on all these issues. I'm not just going to sit around and hope things happen for me. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis promising to be the master of his own destiny. Of course, he's learning in presidential politics that may not always be possible. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis appears at this very early stage of the Republican nomination race of 2024 to be Donald Trump's most significant potential challenger to the nomination. Now, we've got miles and miles to go in this race. And I mean, let's be clear, Ron DeSantis is not yet even actually a candidate in this race. So to take a look at how he's performing and whether or not his stock is on the rise or on the fall is all a little premature. We still probably have another two months to go before he officially gets into this race. But that being said, there is a significant swath of the Republican Party that is looking for an alternative to Donald Trump. And a large portion of that swath of the electorate has started forming around Ron DeSantis as the person who could potentially be the one they support to try and ensure that Donald Trump is not the nominee. Now, what is also clear is that there's a really large swath of the Republican Party that wants Donald Trump to be the nominee. So be sure to keep that in mind. In fact, two new polls out this week, one from Quinnipiac University showed Trump at 47 percent support among Republican and Republican-leaning registered voters compared to DeSantis's 33 percent support. That was out of a list of 15 candidates. The only two to even hit double digits are Trump and DeSantis. And in a Fox News poll, Trump was at 54 percent support among Republican primary voters compared to DeSantis's 24 percent support. That 30 percentage point margin in the poll to Trump's advantage, that's double what Trump's advantage was over DeSantis last month. So the question is, why? Why is Ron DeSantis taking on some water? Why is Trump solidifying his support? Well, clearly, as we've been talking about for the last couple of weeks on this podcast, Trump may be solidifying his support by playing himself the victim as it relates to these potential prosecutions. And that rallies around a lot of his supporters to his cause. And DeSantis has been the subject of a daily onslaught of attacks from Donald Trump now in a way that had not been the case. And so they may be having their effect because DeSantis, who was doing his day job as governor of Florida and still getting his footing on how to respond to the Trump attacks. And by the way, you ain't seen nothing yet, Ron DeSantis. This is just getting started. That also obviously may have some impact here in DeSantis taking on a bit of water again before he's even a candidate. But it's also important to look at what DeSantis is doing. You heard he said he's going to take on issues head on. He's not going to wait around and just hope. So some of this is his own making. The latest example, and if you have not read my colleague Steve Contorno's story at CNN.com, I urge you to do so. He has this story today looking at how Disney may have bested DeSantis at this game that DeSantis has employed against Disney trying to alter its own self-governing ability that it's had in Florida in a taxing district in Orlando around the Disney properties. 
You may recall that DeSantis got legislation passed in a special session to basically have him take over control of this governing body in Florida and no longer allow Disney, who opposed some of his legislation, to have that self-governing rule. Give a listen to DeSantis in February. Today, the corporate kingdom finally comes to an end. There's a new sheriff in town, and accountability will be the order of the day. But as my colleague Steve Contorno points out, it seems that the previous board members signed a deal with Disney before DeSantis' takeover, and it basically allows Disney to remain in functional power of what occurs there for decades to come. Here's DeSantis' reaction to that news while he was in Georgia today. You know, my job is not to kowtow to some woke corporation in Burbank, California. My job is to stand up for the children of my state. There's a lot of little back and forth going on now with the state taking control. But rest assured, uh, you know, you ain't seen nothing yet. There's more to come in that regard. Now, the new board put in place by DeSantis after he got this legislation passed to do so is seeking legal action, saying that they don't have the power to do anything. But Disney stands by its actions. It says that all the agreements were discussed and approved in public forums as required by law. So now we're going to have to wait and see how DeSantis responds to this, what the legal battles to take place yet. But this idea that DeSantis bested Disney, who he used as the sort of caricature of woke corporatism in his political positioning, that may not be the final chapter, despite the fact that DeSantis dedicated such a chapter in his most recent book. It also, of course, provided an opening for Donald Trump and his allies. The spokesperson for the Trump-aligned super PAC, Make America Great Again PAC, had this to say, quote, Ron DeSantis just got out-negotiated by Mickey Mouse. Another issue DeSantis has put front and center is his attempt to battle the news media. He's doing so by proposing an overhaul of some free speech protections in Florida so that it would be less hard for public figures like himself to sue for libel or defamation. Now, what is intriguing about this is DeSantis has become the darling of the Rupert Murdoch empires, Fox News, The New York Post, who have been sort of moving away from Trump and also looking for their Trump alternative and seeming to have settled around DeSantis of late. And yet, as you know, Dominion Voting Systems is suing Fox News for $1.6 billion, claiming the network and executives and some hosts, quote, recklessly disregarded the truth during its coverage of the 2020 election. Now, at the center of all of this is that 1964 Supreme Court landmark decision, New York Times versus Sullivan. It's intriguing to see DeSantis being at the forefront of a fight to change the laws so it's less hard to sue for libel or defamation when, in fact, it is that bar set by that Supreme Court precedent that Fox News is trying to rely on to save itself in this case brought on by Dominion Voting Systems. It kind of puts DeSantis and Fox on different sides of this argument. And perhaps DeSantis's most sort of conventional political misstep thus far has been on his messaging around Ukraine and Russia. You may recall he said in a questionnaire he filled out for Fox News's Tucker Carlson that Ukraine is not a, quote, vital national interest to the United States. 
which seemed to put him in line with where Donald Trump is on this issue. But then DeSantis does an interview with Pierce Morgan, and he clearly tries to clean up these remarks because he got so much blowback from the Republican establishment. And in that interview, he calls Putin a war criminal and, quote, basically a gas station with a bunch of nuclear weapons is how he refers to Russia. Well, a little bit movement away from the Trump position and Trump immediately attacks. Here's a video that Trump put out on his website yesterday. This kind of neocon rhetoric mocking Russia's nuclear weapons, along with implying that Putin must be tried and presumably executed as a war criminal, only increases the chance of deadly nuclear escalation. This is not the time for an on-the-job training as we face the possibility of nuclear war. In 2024, I am the only candidate who can prevent World War III. I will prevent World War III. So Ron DeSantis is just getting the very beginnings of what it's like to be in the white, hot glare spotlight of presidential politics and as a serious contender. And like I said, I don't even think he's seen anything yet because this is just getting going. He's not a full-fledged candidate yet. So if there's a little bit of hand-wringing going on among some Republicans concerned that DeSantis may not be that Trump alternative they're hoping for, I would just suggest you've got a little while to go before you can actually come to that kind of conclusion. But all eyes are on the Florida governor. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like the show, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.